Bye to the haters, they all wanna stay basic You winning everything you do, that's why they hate it They know that you the queen beat and a boss bitch If you on the losing team, go ahead, make the switch Don't act broke, I'll be a floozy, stay tight And make sure you get what you want out of life Girl speaks truth with Jimma Stone Welcome to Girl Speaks Truth, everybody. I'm Gemma Stone, your hostess with the mostest. I almost said mistress, but definitely don't have one of those. Um, most issues I do, though, for sure. Wink. Today, our topic is clothing, and we are going to talk all about how to build an actual adult woman's wardrobe. We will talk essentials for every girl's closet, pieces to purchase if you want to look rich, investment-worthy splurges, and more. Also on the agenda, how to show skin without looking like a hooker, trashy versus classy and where the line between the two lies, how to properly accessorize, and we'll go through each accessory item, key items, do's and don'ts. I'm not going to sit here and explain what fashion trends are currently in or out and fads and the whole process of fast fashion in today's modern world. Blah. Boring. But I am going to talk about some general rules when it comes to what you should wear out in public because Lord knows some bitches be needing help. As usual on this show, let's keep it real. Most of us women open our closets and see three different groups of clothing. Number one, clothes we don't wear, which make up about 80%, the six pieces we do wear, 15%, and the two quote-unquote skinny outfits we'll only fit into if we have our jaws wired shut and go on a liquid diet for a month. Doesn't leave us much options to work with, does it? Oh, but it does! Because the trick is, ladies, that it's not about having a gazillion items in your closet in order to create a great wardrobe for yourself. Okay? Quality over quantity. Anybody ever heard of it? No, it's about having the right pieces in your arsenal at the right time, which is always. Pieces that are never going out of style, that are must-haves, and that are super versatile. This will also give all the bitches in your life the illusion that you have a fatter, richer wardrobe slash wallet slash husband than you really do. Here are some of the things you need to get this show pony on the road. Essentials. The essentials. Number one on our list is bodysuits. These are a somewhat new essential, at least compared to some of the other styles that we'll talk about today. Bodysuits are amaze balls because they can be worn so perfectly with all your pants slash skirts slash denim without the irksome tugging back down your the back of your shirt all day to make sure your ass crack isn't being displayed via plumber crack style. You don't have to worry about it riding up as you exert any kind of energy throughout the day because they lay snapped around your crotch and perfectly tucked into your pants all day or day. Have solid colored basic styles. This will be a common theme throughout the episode, FYI, like long sleeve versions, short sleeve versions, and maybe some halter or v-neck, deep v's, etc. 
at your disposal. The, le- the latter one is for going out, not to work, just for the clueless. Works well. The style works well with small or large chests. You're welcome. Number two on our list is dark denim that makes your ass sing. Honey. Somewhat dressy, slim fit, skinny jeans are a major must-have just because of their sheer versatility. My personal faves slash brands and jeans styles that typically look good on most girls' asses include J-Brand, Frame, Mother, and Rag and & Bone. And no, I was not paid to say that. Cheaper options include Topshop or Blank NYC, found at Nordstrom in the savvy department, which I used to be a manager of. Um, but with Topshop especially, just beware if you're curvy because that shit runs small, herny. Okay. Next on our list, high quality-ish at least, t-shirts and basic tanks. These can go under anything from blazers when you wear them to work paired back to jeans and a leather jacket on the weekend buy in bulk and I don't mean Costco when you find a style and fabric fit combo that you love I personally again not paid to say this but I'm just gonna say it based on experience recommend theory they're like 80 bucks a pop but they tend to be worth it get the basic colors black white gray beige neutral cream whatever etc And then maybe try a couple of colors that you can pop into your hopefully mostly black and neutral colored wardrobe. You can choose the colors, but I would recommend staying away from lime greens, browns, oranges, and typically most yellows unless it's like a real pale yellow. Or if it's maybe a neon yellow occasionally, very rarely. Um, Don't, like I said, don't be afraid to spend a little more coin when it comes to your basic tees and tanks at this point in your life if you're over the age of 25 and if you aren't over the age of 25 turn off this podcast and listen to something else investment tees and tanks will last a whole hell of a lot longer than cheaper ones aka forever 21 versions or wet seal hot mess whatever um, that lose their shape and end up looking like a sack of shit hanging off of your chest ew Next on our list is the good old LBD, a little black dress for those of you who live literally in a cave or under a rock. This is a given staple. Um, It's going to take you from happy hour with the girls to first dates with your Tinder man to holiday Christmas parties and who knows what else. The options are endless. Don't get one that is so short that you can barely bend over to pick up your iPhone without your Hunami nani popping out at the bar we aren't 18 anymore or at least i'm not and we should dress as such style flex bitches literally style flex um sheath styles bodycon you know fitted styles are fine pretty much always a go unless you're 600 pounds and in that case maybe just skip the whole dress thing all together and save up for a gastric bypass or something I don't know, was that, that was rude. Sorry, sorry, not sorry. Anyways, length for your LBD needs to be a bit longer than you maybe are used to. BB wears out there. Um, But I'm all for taking a sexy deep V with a neckline down the front of your LBD. Yes, show that cleavage. Just make sure if you do so that you, one, have a great bra to wear with it that you can hide under your plunge 
or two, have the type of tits that don't need a bra, period, or three, sticky bra, anyone? Google it if you don't know what I mean. Seriously, Google it, and you'll thank me later. Ah. Pieces that make you look richer than you actually are. Okay, so if you can't drop a fortune creating the most amazing closet ever of your dreams, then just cheat. Duh. Done. You'll look so glam, people will assume you either won the lottery or finally slapped your way to the top. Let's dissect further. Number one on the list of pieces that make you look richer than you are. A classic trench coat. Nothing says filthy rich like a good old traditional trench coat. Icons like Bridget Bardot, Audrey Hepburn, and Princess Kate Middleton herself are part of the trench club. So Avi, you should join. If you don't have the coin to afford the Burberry Classic version, Zara, Topshop, and other fast fashion retailers have made more affordable versions for us poor folk. Skip the trendy color options and the ones made of flashy fabrics that only serve to cheapen your look and opt for a more traditionally cut or style that's a neutral color, i.e. black, white, gray, beige, grayish, etc. that hits you around or below your kneecaps. Number two item that makes you look richer than you are is the perfect pair of faux diamond studs. They shimmer, they glimmer, and they go with absolutely everything in your closet, even your birthday suit. Wink! Clearly, diamonds are always a girl's best friend, especially when you can fool that friend and all of her friends into thinking you dropped a fortune on your earrings. The trick here is not to go too big. The statement go big or go home absolutely does not apply in this situation or in most situations in life, honestly. Do not get studs bigger than the size of a pencil eraser, which would be equivalent to about two carats in real diamond world. Or you'll give yourself away and let everyone know that your bling bling is bogue bogue. Bogus, bitches. Number three on our list of things that make you look richer, it's going to be the cool clutch. Obviously, you shouldn't take your investment piece bag, more to come on this later, out with you when you're getting hammered, which means you need a small, more affordable alternative. Enter the clutch, otherwise known as the drunk girl's favorite handbag. Whether it's leather, snakeskin, or studded all over, this tiny handbag is a going out essential. As with most things when it comes to fashion, you can never go wrong with black, but metallics here, or maybe even a pop of color done right, can work as well. Just make sure you choose a style, as in the shape of a rectangle, a large, somewhat small, large, rectangular-shaped item, such as an envelope, maybe compare it to that, or something comparable so that it's easy to carry and not so tiny that you or irregularly shaped like a hexagon or a lip snack or whatever, that you end up either sitting on it and it goes up your asshole, or you lose it somehow within an Uber within the hour. Don't say I didn't warn ya. Investment-worthy splurges slash must-owns. There are not many constants when it comes to fashion, but there is one shopping strategy that I will always swear by. 
always invest in versatile, understated, timeless pieces that serve as the backbone for your entire wardrobe. There are absolutely no absolutes in fashion, which is what I love about it and what makes it interesting. A stay-at-home mom's must-haves in her closet are going to be way different than a female girl boss's CEO's. Nothing better or worse about either. They're just different. Regardless of your personal title or purpose in life, please, for the love of baby Jesus, just make sure whatever you choose to wear fits you perfectly. Make your clothes fit you, not the other way around. Duh. My picks for top three investment-worthy essentials for your wardrobe are as follows. Number one, pointed toe heels. Whether you stick to classic black, nudie nude, or a color, this shoe type is always, and I repeat, always, flattering and somewhat acceptably on trend. Plus, they add sophistication to any outfit just with a click of your pointy little toes. And they're versatile. Again, win, win, win. Next investment-worthy essential is a leather jacket. This is a duh. Moto styles add a little edge to an otherwise too frou-frou dress look, and it, they add a final touch feel to any casual outfit you pair them with. Black is the way to go, unless you can afford to have one in most every color. The main thing to avoid, which I see way too often, sadly, with the leather jacket, is the too much detail slash trendy hardware slash metal zippers, blah, blah, blah. You get the picture overdue. Just keep it simple, stupid. Dark denim, skinnies, of course, we've already kind of touched on this, but just to drive the point home, a pair of classic dark blue and black, two separate pair, FYI, not a mixed pair of dark blue and black, gross, we don't need patchwork, um, slim fitting skinny jeans, and please, bitches, no rips on this pair, or detailing, or embellishments, or bedazzles, or distressing, or whiskering of any kind included. Okay? This can just be your basic pair, but you're not basic at the same time. You know what I mean? Your dark denim can be the best, your investment dark denim can be the best thing your wardrobe never asked for. Versatility, see the trend anyone, is key here. Get them hemmed if they are too long, never buy high waters, unless you're in the middle of a flood national crisis, and even then, don't. I like mine to hit right above my ankle bone for the most part, so they can be worn with heels, boots, booties, sneakers, etc. And I can get more bang for my buck. No shame in saving the ka-chang, y'all. Now to show skin without being mistaken for a hooker. Dudes don't typically care which brands you're wearing as long as you look hot wearing them. Sure, maybe they want you to look somewhat trendy so they don't look like they're dating a social recluse, but their knowledge of women's fashion is pretty limited. We can only hope. Or then you got a whole other problem, sister. Guys just want you to look feminine and skinny and whatever it is you're wearing, whether it's a top and jeans or a dress with heels. They're not super particular about details, as it should be, as it should be. But that doesn't mean wear your man shoes or your Burks next time you go hang out with your man. God forbid you have either. Um, 
otherwise, if you do choose that course of action, you should probs just go the fuck back home and ponder the fact that you're going to die childless, childless, childish, childless, and all alone. Sorry. <gasps> Trashy versus classy. Where is the line? Breaking news. <laughs> Sounds like a CNN title, right? Um, headline, sorry. Why spend so much time planning your outfit when you could be doing so many more important things with your time? Because you always have to keep the crucial line of classy versus trashy in mind every time you get dressed. The ultimate goal should be to lure men with your provocative attire versus overly provocative actions while avoiding being labeled anything of the sort. Ask yourself the following question every time you leave before you leave the house. How much of my perfect bod can I expose to the world without being mistaken for a hooker? Good rule of thumb question to live by, for sure. You should look at every day as a chance to try out new ways to look hot without walking out your door completely butt-ass naked. The day to rock your new crop top is today. And if for some reason you feel too shy to risk wearing a shirt made for an elementary school child, remember this. Hiding your stomach is for pregnant women and people with mangled belly buttons. Sometimes you just need to show some skin, bitches. Come on. The art of riding the line between trashy and classy is kind of like driving 100 miles per hour down the highway with just one contact in. Just as your goal in this endeavor should still be to get to where you need to be as fast, quickly, efficiently as you can without getting pulled over or worst case scenario dying in a fiery car crash, the same thing goes for bearing as much skin as you can push past the limit without getting mistaken as a hooker or getting arrested for prostitution. Um, a true cool bitch knows how to push these kind of limits with either her speed limit or the amount of skin she shows while avoiding the repercussions of either ticket slash jail time or looking like the floosiest bitch of them all during happy hour at the bar. There is a huge, 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 huge Donald Trump style difference between dressing like a slut and dressing like a slut. You know, you want to maintain some modicum of decency and respect while at the same time making your ex curse the day he decided to fuck up and lose you forever. The second slut, i.e. the whore, has her tits out further than she can see. She's one small drop of her iPhone away from flashing the entire bar. But the first slut, the good one, the covert one, knows how to work it while staying cool. She rocks her bustier, body-skimming midi-length dress in black with just the right amount of cleavage to drive the boys crazy. You'll drive me crazy. Britney style, bitch. <laughs> the obvious skink versus the covert skink slash classy skink. An actual slut. We don't want to be her. She wears fishnet pantyhose with a dress that shows basically the inside of her asshole if she so much as motions towards the floor. Subtle slut, we do want to emulate her, wears perfectly fitted, like a glove, skinny, dark denim that she has to jump, 
hop and wiggle into in order to wear them out anywhere. Side note, in either scenario, remember that emulating a slutty-esque style does not mean you turn into a slut and start mimicking their behavior by fucking whoever and how many other dudes you want. You need to make men work for it, ladies. Your slutty outfit should just be a hint of a suggestion so that the dude can be interested and start to want your bod, aka become your bitch, for a few weeks before and if you decide to put out. No guarantees, bras. To quote the queen bee herself, if you've got it, flaunt it, honey. And if you don't got it, then you should probably just hit up the closest store that sells Spanx and opt for their most gut-sucking, tit-pusher-upping style. Do they make those? And then head to the dress department for a black, let me repeat, black, banded bubble dress with only the waistline fitting the description of quote-unquote body-hugging. Look for shapeless styles, maybe shoulder-bearing or back cutouts if you have good skin and no back fat rolls. Just a recommendation. Ooh. Accessorizing your wardrobe. Sunnies. The bigger the glasses, the bigger the chances are you'll mistakenly be mistaken for a celebrity. How do you know if you've gone too big with your shades or when you've not gone big enough? Acceptable size sunnies are either one, bigger than Anna Wintour's bob bearing head, or two, they weigh more than your own. Nothing says go fuck yourself more classily than a massive pair of Tom Ford or Dior sunglasses. You can quote me on that, bitches. Oversized sunnies scream, I'm fucking important, bitches. Move the fuck out my way or I'll spill my gigantic ice mocha latte on your unfortunately shaped head that's missing sunglasses, BT dubs. They also tell everyone, I've got money to blow and better style to boot which can really come in handy when you're out shopping because salespeople think they'll make more commission off of you, you get better service, etc. You get it. But sunnies come with more than just an attitude lift. They also are practical because they protect your eyes from the bright, bright, too bright, too bright sun when you're hungover, which means they're constantly saving your life. And even better, they save you from having to make eye contact with all of the dumb bitches out there. Let them eat shade, you know? And on the rare occasion that they don't work and you have to actually stop and chat with someone, ew, just remember that the darker your tinted lens is, the more openly you can judge while chatting. You're welcome. High heels, next on our accessorized list. These are the key to intimidating anyone, girl or guy. The taller your heel, the less shit you take from other people, period. Three to four inches, or it doesn't count when it comes to the size of your heel. Heels make your legs look like thin, beautiful rails, and it makes your ass look five years younger and 10 pounds less heavy and more firm. Flats, or as Lisa Vanderpump likes to say, shoes full of diseased, are for people with leg deformities or major foot fungi. But if either one of those describe your current situation, I have a feeling you have bigger fish to fry or feet to fry (laughs) than whether or not you look hot in stilettos. I don't know, like finding a way to harness stem cell research into limb growth or something. I would maybe check the black market, Craigslist. Sorry about your sitch. 
At the end of the day, though, at least you're not Ryan Seacrest. You know what I mean? He has to wear six-inch thick lifts even to be seen over the microphone on American Idol. Poor Rye. Poor guy. What your shoes say about you? Kitten heels. You're extremely basic. Don't you ever wonder why they're not called leopard heels or some other exotically beautiful animal? They're not called kitten for nothing. Wedges. Wedges toe the line of basic but can sometimes be acceptable for a casual or summer daytime event. Espadrilles. Very hard to pull off, and most people cannot. If you think you can fall into the can pull off category, get a second, third, and fourth opinion before going out in them. Just a word to the wise. Ankle booties. Great if you don't have man calves or kinkles. Otherwise, you turn into one stubby stump of a heifer handbags. We mentioned this briefly earlier, so let's go into a bit more detail because handbags are crucial. The rules for handbags are pretty simple though. If you're carrying it during the day, it should be a massive bag, as trendy as possible, but still classic without breaking your stick skinny arms off. Okay, it's going to be a big doozy of a bag. But at night, bags should follow the principle of less is more. Your day bag is all about making a statement with your arm candy and how thin your arms are, but your nighttime bag is about efficiency. Think about it. When was the last time you got a compliment on your purse while you were in the process of falling down in the ladies' restroom at the bar after a night of drinking with your girlfriends? Exactly. Never. For evening, it's a good idea to go with a classic clutch-style bag or one that's big enough to fit all your shit inside, but small enough for it to be obvious to everyone involved that you're not still carrying your daytime work bag. Gross. Looking and feeling fabulous. There are days that we know we look amazing. Days that we love our hair and have a killer bod. Days when you think slash know that you got it going on. Did I say days? I meant day. Or hour. Maybe minutes. You know, forget it. Hit my hair fucking sucks. Our hair sucks. I need to change blank about blank about my body and blank. This is typically what goes through most girls' minds in a matter of seconds at times. The second women start feeling good about their image, the flaw monster runs in and makes us instead start zeroing in on all the flaws we see in the mirror or the fashion challenges in our wardrobe or the holes in our wardrobe. All it takes is seeing a photo of a supermodel shaking her bonbons on the cover of Glamour Mag appears Giselle's of the world. And we get sucked into the black hole of insecurities where everyone around us starts to have better hair, clearer skin, bigger hearts, bigger tits, swinkier wardrobes, etc. than we do. And once you're in that dark hole of comparisons, it ain't easy to get out. As a generation, we've been told that we can do whatever we set our minds to and nothing is impossible. But despite all these cheery catchphrases, it's easy to start feeling like you aren't projecting the kind of image that will get you to the top spot. The truth is, girls, is that you and me and we are our own worst enemies when it comes to putting pressure on yourself to look a certain way. Cool bitches shouldn't waste their precious time stressing too much about the hand that Mother Nature has dealt them. 
obviously you need to put care into it and take caution when it comes to dealing with your image, but take action. That's the key. Instead of stressing and bitching about it, take action when it comes to your looks. It's simple. This episode and even the episode beforehand about how image matters should have given you a few good ideas to get started on your path to cheating your way to the top from upgrading your wardrobe, the sneaky smart way to getting the most bang for your look to riding the line between trashy and classy in the best way possible. You can now get on the road to a new skinnier traffic stopping version of you 2.0 for 2019 face the facts, be open to change and get to it bitches i'm sorry don't fuck around just do it anyways those are my takeaways from this episode of girl speaks truth and as always i appreciate everything that you guys do every time you listen um this year i guess 2018 is now over it's now officially 2019 holy shit Um, And I hope you guys stick with me this year. I'm going to try to get a lot more organized and have more themes and also more audience interaction. So feel free. I know I don't always say this, but feel free to always call in or email. Follow me on Instagram at Girl Speaks Truth or Facebook at Girl Speaks Truth. And just really like let me know what you want to hear. Start a conversation. Like I'm always open. This podcast and brand in general is all about being real and true. So let's stick to that and bring 2019 in with a ring a ding ding and make it the best year ever that does it for this episode thanks for listening as always hope you enjoyed learning the rules of dressing like a cool bitch and wardrobing yourself the right way if you did side note please feel free to leave a review or five star rating on itunes Cha-ching! And if you guys want, find me again on Instagram or Facebook at Girl Speaks Truth or check out the blog at medium.com backslash at the at sign Girl Speaks Truth. Love you guys and talk to you next episode where we dissect status symbols and talk about what they say about you in particular. Bye now. Toodles. Goodbye to the haters. I ain't got time to save you while you're running your mouth. She getting paper. Till next time, we gon' see you later. Three rules: don't be a floozy, don't act broke, don't look busted. Now you getting what you want. You the cool girl, and they all disgusted. Girl speaks truth with Jim Stone.